Today's show is brought to you by Harry's. Please visit harrys.com and use the promo code BIGGESTPROBLEM to save $5 off your first purchase. Welcome to The Biggest Problem in the Universe, the show where we discuss every problem in the universe from ants to AIDS with over 3.5 million downloads. This is the only show where you decide what should or shouldn't be on the big list of problems. I'm Maddox. With me is Dick. Hey, what's up, buddy? And Sean, our audio engineer. Hello. Perfect, uh, man. Yeah. Do you know what they do in radio? This is I learned this on radio. They are trained to like read out with the music until the vocals start with the music. Like the announcer should stop talking when the vocals of the song kick in. Oh yeah, it's a real talent. Uh, and when, you when have the drop it naturally. Oh, thanks, man. I, I actually learned from one of the best in the business, Mike O'Mara. I've listened to the Don and Mike show forever, and they mm. now it's just the Mike O'Mara show. Uh, one of my favorite uh, broadcasters of all time. He is. A natural. He is a pro, and I've learned from him. I've I listened to him for years and years. Uh, but before we go on, Dick, I need to mention we have a very special guest with us today, Robin Higgins. Hello. Welcome to the show, Robin. So uh, Robin Higgins Hello, is a Robin. comedian. Hello. <laughs> okay. Lovely Robin Higgins. <laughs> already, already, Dick, already. Skeezing out our guests. What's, what's, this has got to be a record. 30 seconds into the episode. Robin is a comedian and writer living in L.A. She's, she's the founder of the Higgs Weldon comedy website it's a literary comedy website and has written a play about the sex lives of the crew of the starship enterprise <laughs> that's true, that's true. I, played, were... I played deanna troy oh, oh she mama man um there were those are two hot chicks on that show like yeah. looking oh, back yeah. on it oh, absolutely yeah. nothing not even movement down there but watching it as a kid i was like oh my god look at this we got a fiery redhead over here and this one that could read your mind, I'm thinking dirty stuff on for you, baby. So uh, who was the play? Who was the most amorous in the play? Uh, Riker. Riker, of course, yeah. Riker. And then we had Deanna, you know, bitching that he was having too many gross thoughts, etc. Oh, that's right. She's yeah. a mind reader. Yeah. Oh, that's trouble. If you're ever banging in a mind reader. Because, like, if another person pops into your mind or porn that you've yeah. watched or She's going to be like, why are you always thinking about bags of sand when you're in bed with me? <laughs> Dick? Okay, tell us about the play. <laughs> I want to hear more about this play. What is what, What's the, what made you think of it? What is it about? Um, it's about, you know, I mean, the Star Trek universe, great universe, but uh, they never, the, the, the way they address sex is so bizarre, right? Like, they'll have, like, five seasons and then you'll give Picard, like, looking, giving one glance, and then it's over. And that's all you get about their entire sex lives. So yeah. I wrote uh, an And you play. know he's banging. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, they, they kind of tell you. He, like, bangs this one uh, archaeologist chick um, and uh, then, like, almost bangs Crusher a bunch of times. And then mm-hmm. they eventually just talk about how he's super guilty because he was the indirect cause of her husband's death. Uh-huh. Um, also, fun fact for you guys, uh, in my real life, first person I ever jerked it to. Wesley Crusher. <laughs> the, the boy? Will Wheaton? Oh, the yeah. child? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Will Wheaton. First of all, that is surprising on so many <laughs> With levels. With the they- rainbow lapel? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Will that was Wheaton. really doing it for me. Oh, my God. Are you kidding? So do you still crush on Will Wheaton today in I real mean, life? it's impossible not to, right? Oh, well, I, I'll, it's very possible, Robin. <laughs> it's very possible. You're looking at a, a room full of people who've never jerked it to Wesley Crusher. Dick, have you? Uh, absolutely not. No, I was I was thinking that my first jerk was probably to one of the American gladiators. You're bringing back a lot of memories. Either Electra or Diamond, I think. Mine was um, a video game character. <laughs> <laughs> Luigi? 
no, no, dickhead. Oh. Not Luigi. It's this girl Mapland? named... Mapland? No, it's a girl named Mary from a, a video game called Quartet on the Sega Master System. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you know, she, those are just as bad as mine. Yeah, she had a spa- She had a jet pack, and I thought, you know, I whatever. What did um, you think? I, what was you know, happening I just thought we'd, you know, we'd, do a, we'd go off and, <clears throat> you know... Uh, She'd take you up on her jet pack like you, she was Superman and you were Lois Lane? Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I had my own jetpack too. I didn't need her jetpack. Okay. Yeah, we just like kind of flew off and fought aliens together and like made it like made out pretty hard, you know. Uh, yeah, you knew this was gonna make a hard left into weird, huh? <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on. That's enough. Of that. Okay, so uh, your play. How dirty is your play? It's like real- are people having full hardcore sex on the stage? Well, um, no, because we did our orgy scene on video. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's, the that's theme real. of the play is that Beverly is uh, dating all of the Borg. Oh, uh-huh, okay. All of the Borg. Yeah. Well, they're a hive mind. Right. That's the that, Borg. So mm-hmm. you have to date them all. Would yeah. that be a Borg bang? Yeah. A gang Borg? Game Borg. Gang. A Borg G. Oh, I like that Borg-G. one. Borg G. You nailed yeah. it. That's it. I don't think I can improve that. Are there sci fi puns in your play? There's a lot of sci fi puns. Do you, do you know any off the no, top of I your head? No, I forgot all those lines. Ah, oh, damn. Months it. ago. Oh. Mm, there's got to be a phaser one in there. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's set let's, your phasers on premature. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Please don't do That's that. That's how I knew it. Okay. Sucks to be you. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a hollow dick you got in your? Okay. That's pretty good. Uh, all right. That's funny. All right, guys. Let's move on. So, Robin, as you're familiar with the show, we vote on the problems that we debate every week to see which problem deserves to be on the big list of problems, the biggest list of problems in the universe, right? The number one problem from last week was wage theft. Oh, yes. Followed oh, by... Oh, man, beam me up, Scotty. Followed by people texting in public walkways, my afterthought of a problem everybody agreed with, and then uh, stoner sure. marketing. All of them in the positive territory. Oh, it's a win, then. Everybody wins. <laughs> everybody wins if they're all in the positive, right? Dick, the, Am no. I, Do I understand the show no, yet? No, you still don't. No. No. Um, I got a comment from uh, Nick J. He says, my favorite part of the show is when Maddox spends a good 10 to 15 minutes explaining his problem using stats, examples, and research, (laughs) with Dick's only response being, so what's the problem? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, fuck it, man. Uh, I got a a comment here from Terrence Williams. This is a quote. Uh, This is a quote from me from the last episode. I'm only playing this song because Jack Horner died. (laughs) He says, you mean James Horner, Dick... Way to disrespect the dead, get raped. Um, and he's absolutely right. So I do want to say that I meant, I meant James Horner. And to make up for it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to replay the tribute. Damn it. This, I, I, I did knew, win. I, you know, a small part of me hoped it was something different. Something different in, insofar as like anything. Yeah. No, but you have to get a man's tribute right. This is the first CD I ever bought from Ross Dress for Less. Um, <laughs> of course, it's in Ross Dress for Less. Yeah. It's a terrible CD. It's this song and then 18 tracks of boat noises. <laughs> Was it this version, too, by Grant Mooney? No. 
this is a piece of shit what song in this movie. I, I saw it three times in theaters. Oh, oh my god! I was gonna, like a twelve-year-old girl. Let's oh, give me some credit. You're gonna see thirty more seconds of it tonight. Oh. <laughs> okay, there's this ongoing bit that's awful and not funny and fucking terrible, and it hurts me. It hurts me personally every time Titanic is played anywhere. This is a tribute, though. Don't talk like this about the man's music. This is a guy who died. This is a tribute to James Horner. I should James I, Horner. I made an off comment about Nintendo's president dying last episode. I'm gonna get. Of course, I'm gonna shit on James Horner. You want to hear a voicemail about that uh, off comment you made? <laughs> Let's hear it. <laughs> okay, I just called, and I was really pissed off. So I kind of fucked up on my voicemail. So I'm going to try it again. Just start it again, Fuck then. you, Maddox. <laughs> you made a comment about the Nintendo CEO dying. And that was really fucked up, considering how soon he died. But that's not even the point. Dude was a great developer, you know, a great programmer, ported a lot of games over, and was a gamer at heart. If you even respect... You know, what he was about, you wouldn't have been such an asshole and making such a comparison (laughs) and making fun of his death like that. Like, if you're a programmer, then you should know how rare good programmers are. I mean, yes, there are a lot of good programmers to an extent. There's one in this room. Dude was good enough to become CEO (laughs) of Nintendo. Like, you know, I don't even have to fucking explain myself. Like, fuck you. Like, seriously. Wait, wait. So the end of that voicemail was, like, I don't even have to explain myself, like, fuck you, seriously. Yeah, so fuck that was, you, man. That was his argument. So, he's so many, so many a good argument. So many butthurt fanboys, and you know what? They were butthurt not about my comment about the president of Nintendo passing, but Smash Brothers. Because oh, I said... St- oh, stop, said, stop. We have a guest. We're not getting into Smash Brothers shit this week. We, all I said was that he died of shame at releasing oh. Smash Brothers. I oh, like, Look, God. guys, I didn't make fun of the president of Nintendo dying, you fucking idiots. I'm, I love Nintendo. I'm a big Nintendo fan. Thank God for Nintendo. I'll go on the record defending Nintendo to my grave. I love that company. Yeah, it was your first jerk-off memory, apparently. <laughs> it's Nintendo something. It, it was Sega. It was a System 16 game. What about Mario Paint? Oh yeah, actually. So that was so the first time I ever drew porn <laughs> was to Mario Paint because I didn't have porn. I grew up in Utah, and the first time I ever started jerking it, well, actually, the first time the first time I jerked it, it was it wasn't to any thought. It was just kind of like experimentation, like what is this thing that's happening? But then I uh-huh. didn't have porn, and I yeah. drew my own in uh, in Mario Paint. Yeah. Okay, moving on. You got anything else? Yeah, I got one more comment. What was this- the porn of? It was so. It was this girl on all fours, like doggy style, right? And then she was like, "Oh, you know." And I, I wanted to use. I got tired of drawing because everything I had to draw manually, and it looked kind of like an MS Paint drawing. And then, and then I, I got tired of drawing, and I wanted me in in there, like on top of her. So I just like used the default Mario stamp of him writing Yoshi. And like erased Yoshi, so it looked like he was behind the chick, and I, I pretended. And that you was wanted me. you to be in the porn, yeah. You would jerk off to porn of yourself. I prefer like Patrick Bateman in American I- Psycho, <laughs> looking at himself in the mirror while he's having sex with himself. Okay, no joke. Uh, people go through phases in their in their porn habits and things like that. The last phase I was on is I was only into porn where the guy looked like me, and. 
Is that weird? Why is everyone? That is way weird. Why? That's got to be weird. Man. It's like you don't even have to think. It's like, there I am. Well, f- uh, first of all, how much <laughs> looking at the guy are you doing in a porn? Well, you know, just you, enough to check that he looks like you, and then you're <laughs> onto yourself. You get a glance, and you're like, all right, that's me. The, do they? Do you, does Jib Jab need to open a porn site for guys like you, where you upload a picture and then they just put it like Terrence and Phillips style all over the guy that's getting? <laughs> I can tell you right now, there's five bucks in their bank if they have that. I got a comment from Chris Griffith. He says, I'm surprised that Maddox didn't talk about Ben Curtis. The dude, you're getting a Dell guy. Remember that kid? Yeah. So I talked about uh, stoner marketing last time, and th- he was like kind of a classic stoner icon for, for uh, the, the Dell company. For sure. a long time, he's like, dude, yeah. you're getting a Dell. No. So he was that kind of like stoner character. And then he literally got fired for trying to buy a bag of marijuana. Oh, that's a shame. That's a perfect example of what I was talking about last time. Yeah, anyway. that's a shame. All right. Should we, like uh, should we get this boat? Uh, I got, um, well, I got, I got one thing. I, th- this, is, this was sent in by an, by an employment attorney. I'll read some of it. So this guy's basically saying, Tyler, Tyler Freiberger, um, that he does most of his work against small and medium-sized companies, which I thought was interesting. Uh, he says he exclusively sues employers for some of the practices that you mentioned on the show regarding wage uh, theft, uh, denying breaks, retaliation, denying proper payment, as well as, well as workplace discrimination. While well, I have filed against some big corporations, most of them have legal teams telling them not to, do, to follow the laws because they don't want to deal with the shit. The biggest violators of employment laws are small companies, 10 to 30 employees, which I thought was interesting. Huh. It kind of pokes a hole in that, like, big corporations are ruining people's lives when, in, in fact, this guy's saying it's it's the small corporate, the mom-and-pop shops that are just, like, screwing people over. I can see that. Yeah, I sucks. can see that, yeah. The, the bigger corporations probably play a little bit more by the uh, by the rules. Yeah. They also define the rules by horrible lobbying. Yeah, so. well, that's awesome. true. That's a good point. Yeah, there you go. All right. Um, I do have... Oh, actually, I'll save this. Do we want to get... Let's get started on some problems. Okay. My first problem this week is trans fats. Oh. Tra- trans fats. Like Chaz Bono? No. <laughs> Dang, that's I mean, a big we problem. We give you accuracy we points. Talked, we <laughs> talked about this at the top of the show. We, I thought we all got it out of our system. <laughs> no, no, You made no, all no. the... Okay, no. No? No, dickhead. What are you talking about? <laughs> Fucking asshole. Uh, no, trans fats, dick. You know the nasty fats that you're not supposed to eat. That the, the thing the, the the thing you see on labels, food labels everywhere. No trans fats. Oh, I'll tell you this. I know what they are. I mean, I know the word. I have no fucking idea what they are. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna get into that. But first of all, you do, you, Robin. Do you know what the leading cause of death in the world is? I bet you do. In the world? Yeah. This is. Oh, Let man. everybody guess before you give the answer sure. away. What do you think? I'll guess first. Yeah. It's getting hit by a bicycle. Wrong. <laughs> fucking wrong. You fucking. <laughs> Idiot, no. Okay, Robin, you go. Oh, man. Okay, yeah, I got to just say something because I really want to get it right, but I'm, I can't just sit here for 20 minutes. Well, it's probably you... people flicking their bean to death looking at Will Wheaton. Will, Will Wheaton. <laughs> looking at Star Trek reruns. <laughs> Ambulances are getting dispatched all over when Channel 9 uh, I mean, plays I'm Star on Trek 14 reruns. plus years and I'm doing okay. Um, I would say, I'm, I don't know, car crash. Wrong. Car crash. I know, I know. Sean, do you, you care to guess? I'll go heart disease. Yeah, right. Shot. Correct. Coronary heart disease. 611,000 people die every year from coronary heart disease. Number hmm. one killer. Number one. More than diabetes, Alzheimer's, accidents, suicide, and lower respiratory disease combined. All those combined don't even compare hmm. 
Wow. It's a coronary heart disease. And that's worldwide. Yeah, wow. worldwide, okay. yeah. And uh, trans fat intake has been shown to consistently be associated with heart disease. And this isn't one of those things where, well, it correlates, but it doesn't cause it, blah, blah, blah. Like there's, using your cell phone causes brain cancer, one of those things? Yeah, it's not one of those things. Um, there's, there's a lot of research to show that uh, the trans fats has been shown to increase coronary heart disease. Um, what this, is? Do you know what a trans fat is? I don't want to just skip around on your problem, but that might help. Yeah, so trans fats came from... I know what is a cholesterol, but I don't know what is a trans fat. Oh, you know what a cholesterol is? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) This is from CNN, the history of trans fats. uh, So back in 1912, there's a guy named Paul Sabatier, I think is his name. He won the Nobel Prize in Chemistry for discovering this hydrogenation method so that nickel could be used as a catalyst to create a chemical reaction between hydrogen and other compounds creating partially hydrogenated oils. So basically what they were trying to do is find a way to make oil and butter in kind of like a solid form so that they could transport it more easily okay. and more cheaply. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, so because uh, there's a lot of logistical problems with trying to keep butter fresh. Well, that's like Napoleon invented margarine to supply his troops with with a butter alternative. Is that, is that I true? Learned, uh, they, that's what they said on Mad Men. That's where I learned that. Oh, well, it's got to be true if it was on Mad Men. Well, they do better research than me. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. So does uh, so does a preschooler. Um, there's a guy named uh, uh, Wilhelm Norman. He discovered a process for hardening fat and was awarded a patent for converting liquid oils into a thicker, firmer substance through the process of hydrogenation. They made this solid for commercial reasons because it was less likely to spoil and cheaper to produce and tan- transport. What I just said. Uh, Crisco was the first consumer product introduced to the market by Procter and Gamble that included a trans fat. Hmm. A government r- uh, ration in 1943 put a freeze on butter sales to help the war effort, resulting in a boost for margarines. Con- uh, excuse me, a boost for margarine containing trans fat. I don't know. I don't know if they're talking about that. Uh, I don't know if Napoleon actually invented margarine. I'm pretty sure he did. I heard it somewhere. (laughs) Okay. Well, the American Heart Association encouraged people to limit trans fats in 1957, which led to the advocacy groups in 1984 to get fast food companies to replace saturated fat with partially hydrogenated oils containing trans fat. Hmm. So this trans fat is, is something that comes about as a byproduct of this process of turning liquid oils into solid oils, and they use nickel to do that. The, Let me, the metal nickel. Can I ask you something? Yeah. Robin, can I ask you something? Sure. What do you eat? Like, what's your... What, do you... In my life? Me, yeah. Today, I had a delicious sandwich that had avocado. Was it organic? I don't... Well, it all came from Gelson's because... That's a pretty fancy store. Yeah, Gel- Gelson's, Gelson's is a fancy store. supermarket. It's a fancy supermarket. Yeah. yeah. I begrudgingly go to Gelson's now because it's one block from my new house. People will carry little dogs into Gelson's, right? Well, that's just everywhere in California now. Oh, yeah. it's the worst. So... The reason I ask mm-hmm. is because I know everybody hates, like, the organic movement, and everybody flips out saying, like, oh, organic doesn't mean anything, and I know that it doesn't, and blah, 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 blah. But I feel like um, putting some time into figuring out what food you're putting into your body vis-a-vis at least starting with organic, like, shopping somewhere fancy like Gelson's or Whole Foods, which I know I hate. I hate every single word on the wall of Whole Foods and how they tell you what farm the green beans came from yeah. like they got a picture of some dopey mexican farmer like hey uh these green beans came from me like i personally hugged all these green beans yeah, but yeah. if you don't know that stuff then how can you feel better than everybody else well <laughs> what i'm saying it yeah <clears throat> whoops i meant this one <laughs> yeah yes and my, the only reason i bring it up is because look i just 
I hope that they're not that this trans fan these trans trans fats are found in like shit food, and that I'm paying a little bit more and whatever buying into this marketing hype and not encountering these stupid trans fats that are going to give me a heart attack. I have some boring chemistry knowledge I could throw at you guys about Whoa. the word trans. Yes, let's hear it. Yeah. Well, it's referring to the orientation of a bond within the fat, and it's a double bond, and so you Ooh, can a have double bond. That's right. right. <laughs> Much stronger than a single bond. Uh huh. DB. So you can have kind of a, a U if it's a cis and both little things are sticking off of the same side. What little things? What little things would be sticking Whatever off? Whatever the carbon is bonded to. Okay. Or you can have uh, trans where one's pointing up and one pointing down. And that one is allowed, it stacks easier. So it doesn't, oh. uh, what, I, what I understood in doing my research, Robin, is that these trans fats are harder for your body to absorb and so they thought it was healthier, and so like it would it would flush through your system. And what they found is it doesn't. The opposite happens. It just Clogs stays up. inside. Yeah, it stays inside your system forever, and can clog your arteries and all sorts of cause all sorts of nasty stuff. Is that? Well, that would be too biological for me to know. I can just tell you what the chemical looks like. What do you? Then, why do you know so much about chemicals? Are you, are you like cooking meth yeah, on you the have, side, or what's going on? You here? have a chem, you have a chemistry background, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're you're a chemist. I I was. I you're quit. Okay, to do were. this. Okay. To tell dick jokes. You're a, you're a <laughs> chemist, and you like Star Trek, the next generation, mm. and you're telling dick jokes. What's what's going on? What's your dad like? Uh, <laughs> Robin, wow. this is a trap. Do not answer. <laughs> my the, dad is so honorable. I can. This is a bulletproof oh argument. My, God, my dad me is too, an honorable me too. man <laughs> who's a public defender who spent his life defending those who can't afford lawyers. Oh, wow. That is honorable. Well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> Does he have a lot of good stories about that? Oh yeah, they're horrible. Like because of the people, like the whole just the whole thing. The whole it's system. terrible. You when you just go into the background of every murderer, it's just so sad. Oh my god. Yeah. All right. What else? Murderers. Anyway. Yeah. So uh, on that note, guys, in, <laughs> in an interesting <laughs> guest. Yeah. No, really interesting guest. That's what. That's what. This show brings you is interesting guests. Not like Mark Maron, Obama. <laughs> we all know what he's what he says. All right, he's written so many books. He literally can't say anything without someone writing about. Yeah, it. give me a break, <laughs> Maron. Yeah, try getting Robin on your show, bozo. Yeah. Dye your beard. Get some Rogaine just for beards. <laughs> you prick. <laughs> and get a real studio. Your garage. <laughs> <laughs> Multi-millionaire, number one on iTunes. He's in a garage. Yeah. Give me a fucking break. Keep being a real man. Have we... Have what we, the... What, WTF stands for where's the furniture. <laughs> <laughs> have we inadvertently turned Mark Marin into the show's uh, the show's nemesis, the show's arch rival? Yeah. I, I don't even have a beef with the guy. I've never even... I've heard a couple episodes of the show. Give me a couple episodes. I'll give you beef with the guy. I'll find <laughs> something. The American Heart Association encouraged people to limit trans fats in 1957, right? So the oh, 90s shit. showed an increase in, uh, in an increased risk of coronary heart disease associated with the intake of trans fats. And around this time, American trans fat intake was 4 to 7% of the calories from fat. So in 2004, it wasn't until 2004 that Denmark made it illegal for any foods containing more than 2% trans fats. The World Health Organization called for eliminating trans fats globally from the food supply. So it wasn't until then, then... In 2006, the FDA finally ruled labeling for trans fats on foods. Um, foods can still contain less than 0.5 grams of trans fats per serving, and checking for partially hydrogenated oils in the ingredients can show this. So mm-hmm. even though foods say they don't have partially hydrogenated oils, they still can have some trace amounts in it. And there's this big push right now. Everybody wants 
their food along with a little narrative. They want their food with a fortune cookie that yeah. tells them that their food was massaged from the cleanest organic hands and this farmer's upright and it's fair trade and it's organic and it's massaged from the teat of Mother Nature. Yeah. Everybody wants that narrative. Now, even donut companies are jumping on board with this. Did you know that if you buy donuts right now from Winchell's, on their box, they, they have that little thing where it doesn't say non-fat or it doesn't say organic. It says, no trans fats. Hey, that's a good thing, right? It Everybody, says that literally, hey, oh, yeah. that's a good thing, right? No. <laughs> oh, that would be a hell of a box if it I, said that. Yeah. No. Also, I think the teat of Mother Nature, would that be a volcano? Yep. Yeah, correct. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I just want to end on this note because we we run out of time here. But the Harvard School of Public Health in 1993, a Harvard study strongly supported the hypothesis that the intake of partially hydrogenated vegetable oils contributed to the risk of having a heart attack. And this is the study that actually kind of blew the the uh, the lid off of this the the danger of this thing. Um, it also promotes inflammation and overactivity of the immune system and has been implicated in heart disease, stroke, diabetes, and other chronic conditions. Eating trans fats also reduces the normal healthy responsiveness of the endothelial cells, the cells that line all of our blood vessels. In animal studies, eating trans fats also promotes obesity and resistance to insulin, the precursor to diabetes. And I'll just say this. So it's like a poison. It's, it's terrible Get stuff. Get rid of it. Uh, the, the Department of Nutrition indicates that eliminating trans fats from the U.S. food supply could prevent up to one in five heart attacks and related deaths. 20% of heart attacks and related deaths can be reduced simply by eliminating trans fats from your diet. Would you stop eating this? Yeah. What is it in mostly? What's the biggest offender? I would well, guess like chips, ruffles, snack foods, shit yeah, like that. Yeah, it used to be in a lot of snack foods. It, it, Crisco, Crisco was a big offender for a long time mm. uh, because any time you have that solid oil, uh, because that's that, uh, that process of making it solid so it yeah. can be transported and not have to be refrigerated – is what introduces trans fats into it. And so they you got to use KY. I mean, you can't use Crisco. Okay. There you go. Well, that's my, pro- that's my problem, Dick. Good job. Robin, uh, thank you for joining us this week. You have our second problem yes, today. Yes, yeah. I do. You guys mind if I just pause this one second to remind you that today's show is brought to you by Harry's. Please visit harrys.com and use the promo code BIGGESTPROBLEM to save $5 off your first purchase. Oh, my God, I'm still using my Harry's razor. What about you? Yeah, still. I'm so glad that you're here, Robin, because I can ask you, what is it like, what, like, what, have you ever used a finely crafted razor? Because if you got a lot, you got more surface area than us with our precious faces. Right. But we have no idea what the woman's perspective is on razors. Whenever I step into a girl's shower, shit disposable razor. Garbage. They never are spending money on their razors. I semi-fall into that. I just have one, uh, I don't, I just got it. Like five years ago, mm-hmm. five years it. ago, and not the razor itself, the apparatus. So I'm a, I'm an upgrade from that, but no. Well, Harry's has a starter kit that's only fifteen dollars for women. Uh, it's a it's a razor that they don't care who, unisex, who buys it. Right. You yeah. know, you man, Chaz Bono doesn't matter. The starter kit's just fifteen dollars. <laughs> that includes a razor, three blades, and your choice of shaving cream or foaming shave gel. Make the smart switch to Harry's. High-quality German-engineered blades. Robin. Half the price of big-name drugstores. Free That's shipping right. straight to your door. Yeah. Would you get? Would you use a Harry's if we? Yeah. If we got you one. I'm on my last razor right now. You guys can save me thirty dollars. That's how much a stupid pack costs. Thirty dollars. Yeah. You get five dollars off with our discount code. I do have somebody sent in a. This guy Sean named similarly sent in an email. Hey Dick, I imagine someone. Oh no! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Oh yeah. So this guy Sean. Uh, that, that, I got the right email. 
Love the show you guys put on every week. Proud supporter of the show. I got my girlfriend and I some Harry's razors, and they work phenomenally. Here's the best part. She is Spanish slash Italian, oh. and they still last her weeks. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little. Uh, there might be some embellishing going on there. <laughs> you don't think she's both? She's one or the other? No, I, oh, I think that, yeah, weeks. Oh, probably a typo. Uh, maybe week. Yeah. Um, okay. Harrys.com, biggest problem, and save $5. Biggest problem. And thanks for supporting the show, guys. It really makes a difference. Thanks for tweeting these at Harry's and uh, copying us on those. Robin, our problem this week, our guest problem. What do you have? I'm bringing to you guys people that don't value science. Yeah, mm. bravo. That's a huge science. problem. People mm. that don't value science. That's right. And it's carefully worded. It's not people that don't understand science because science is you know, specific to certain personality types and requires a bunch of time and you know, effort spent. But mm-hmm. it's free and easy and doesn't take any of your time to value science. Yet, a lot of people do not. Uh, I have a quote uh, from an article published in The Atlantic that said 79% of Americans believe science has, quote, made life easier for most people, which sounds good. Most people? Until you realize that 21% of Americans don't believe science has made life easier. Uh, I'm sorry, say that. read that again. 79% of Americans believe science has made life easier for most people. Okay, sounds, next sounds part. Sounds pretty good, yeah. Which I means mean, 21% don't believe that science has improved human life. Yeah. 21% of people think that science has not improved human life? Yeah. So one out of five people is just like, eh. Were, were cows part of this study? <laughs> I assume not. Bovines? They, I don't think a cow could take any test. It couldn't even press a little key. Yeah. You know what would tell us? Science. That mm. would tell us. Mm. And uh, I think that that's uh, crazy, because here are some, some hits of science I, I thought of. One out of five. That means if you're, wait, if, you're looking, look, if you're looking to your left and your right and in front of you and behind you, <laughs> you think that science hurts the human race, right? <laughs> One of those people One thinks that science is a hindrance. Exactly. This fucking world. This yeah. is, when you're walking around through, the, through, through a crowd, look around. One of those people thinks science is bad for us. Science is Does such not a help general us. term. So here's, here's a list of things that science has helped us with. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, they brought us cars. Yep. Yeah. Electricity. Mm-hmm. Breast implants. Oh, love them. Oh, well. Gummy yeah. sharks. <laughs> I'm going I'm to have to disagree okay. on breast implants. Okay, that's two that, that you're going to disagree on because she also said gummy sharks. Did you hear that? I like gummy Dick. sharks. Well, di- I thought you didn't like sharks. I don't like sharks. I get off when I'm pretending to eat them and okay. they're gummies. Fair enough. Automatic staplers. Okay. okay. Pretty Regular no. staplers. Save seconds at a time, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the entire field of medicine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, if you use any one of those things, then you should appreciate science. Exactly. Or I, value it on some level. Not just that, yeah. think that it sucks or is boring or is two people pouring chemicals together. End Rob, of sentence. Nerds. Robin, I love, I, I love that you're, you're so sweet that you don't want to condescend our listeners. <laughs> and you, you qualified this problem when you brought it in as saying, I don't want to say that people don't understand science. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to go one step further and say, yeah, fuck you. You don't understand science if you don't appreciate it. There's no other reason... How? What other reason would people not appreciate science? Because they think it's boring. Oh, wow! These fucking dullards. These are. You know what? Uh, this is the. If you had a Venn diagram of the people who think science is boring and who think that math isn't important, one hundred percent intersection. Yes, because you got to learn at least some math to get you to some science classes. So yeah. So I basically, I just think that it's crazy that you don't appreciate it because another thing that science has brought you is the awesomeness of America. 
And, and Ronald Reagan. We right. have. We talked about sick. this in the bonus episode. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Go ahead, America. Um, yeah, we won World War II because of science. Yeah. Oh. And yep. we, well, uh, all right. We, oh, what? What is what's the <laughs> one World War II because of science? Uh-huh. How, do, how do you please expand on that? So I would say that it comes down to the bomb is a big important oh, part of World War II. Would you say it's not true? Robin. I would say okay. it's not. There is an ongoing debate on this show no. about whether this, there is I've no left, debate. Well, and in life, touched a minefield. No, yeah, yes. there is no debate. It's just Dick has some conspiracy dipshit idea. It's that not he, a dipshit he idea. He thinks that the bomb did not end World War II. No, well, we were doing I'll, it to show off. I'll hit you back with code breaking because that wasn't okay, us. Good. We weren't the best people at that, but that was still science. Flash math. And uh, mm-hmm. that that's was true. that was the other without with those two. That's the All end. Right. And so All we right. got those on lock, and uh, we were able to make the Cold War basically nothing because of science. Um, How and, do we do that? You know, How? 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 space and shit. Space and space shit. And shit. <laughs> Agreed. Hey, your uh, your your homeboy <laughs> Ronald Reagan. His, uh, his Star Wars missile defense system. That's what ended the Cold War. Remember that? All those fucking lasers and shit we put up in space. That wasn't totally propaganda. That thing. That was PR though. That wasn't science. Yeah. Propaganda. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the internet. The internet's great, brought to you by science. So, yeah. I, actually, let me, let me ask you something. I feel like science means, after knowing this, about this play that you put on mm-hmm. that's based in the Star Trek world, mm-hmm. but it's also sexy, <laughs> I feel like this problem means more to you than you're letting on. That people don't value science? Yeah. And yeah. knowing you have a chemistry background? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's really terrible. I mean, people just should give a shit about it. It's kind of sad that, like, you can just kind of say, like, I don't know. I'm not, I don't really care about that stuff. And it's like, if you look around, look at wherever you are right now, look at everything around you. Science brought you all of it. Every single item, every single thing that you do besides fuck, science was, it, it's the only thing that adds to humanity from generation to generation. Like, we haven't gotten better behaved. We haven't, like, turned into better types of animals. We've just made things better for ourselves through scientific discovery. Like, we murder less people because science lets us eat and have a warm place so we don't have to murder people constantly. It's just it's just such a real... And people just don't give a shit about it. And, uh, you know, to get on my extra level of soapbox, it really does affect everything, if you care about it or not, because of funding. And uh, people just don't give a shit about cutting basic research funding. And uh, when you do that, it's like everything's on an 80-year delay. Like, people that were doing really groundbreaking work on, like, quantum mechanics uh, 80 to 100 years ago are the reason we have the internet and cell phones now. And we were really well-funded then. And we're not. And all the universities now totally believe, man, I'm getting a really soapbox. No, this that's what this show's about. <laughs> we want to hear this. Yeah, no, I really do care about it. Like, and, and so we're, we're, if people gave a do shit about science you know how many guys right now? And appreciate- you're, you're there Will Wheaton right uh-huh. now. Halfway through, the, you're, yeah. like, you're like 50,000 guys Will Wheaton. You're there Deep Space Nine. <laughs> um, but if, if people cared about it and thought that it was interesting, it would be like in the zeitgeist and people, it would just force politicians to fund it or take it more seriously. And like, it just literally gets ignored. Like the internet fucking happened in our lives and people don't give a shit where it came from or who like broke their back discovering math and science to get us the internet. They're just True. like straight up, where are those dog pics though? Yeah. And it's, so that's, it's really baffling that there's just such a lack of any caring or like acknowledgement. And these pig fuckers have the audacity oh, wow. to get on Twitter and say, huh, here's another day I went by without using algebra. <laughs> hey, dipshit. Everything you're using to communicate that dipshit message you just said uses mathematics that you can't even fucking comprehend, you moron. Good. 
Don't use math. Don't use science. Eat rocks and die. That's what's going to happen. You're basically just a monkey. You're regressing our species back into prime uh, primates. Yeah. That's what's happening. Yeah, it's a second dark age, you but, might say. But, Robin, I do have to take issue with something you said. Yeah, say it. So I the am sex a, thing, right? Because you said science doesn't improve sex. <laughs> and if syphilis was still around, sex would be a big fucking problem. Oh, yeah. Oh, true. yeah, Robin, now you're talking. That's true. Now we're in my world. Okay. <laughs> syphilis, chlamydia, get them shits oh, out of here. Oh, you got to solve that problem pretty quick, dude. Yeah. Okay, what's uh, the but, issue? But, Robin, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm a huge proponent of science mm-hmm. and technology. And mathematics, and I come from that world and that universe. Oh, you thought you had a soapbox? Listen, you can't even see his soapbox. You kick yours out from under you. Um, so I thought about this. I meditated mm-hmm. on science and how much it means. <laughs> okay, um, I'm sorry. The, med- uh, you know the word meditation. You know what, Go, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're I'm right. Sorry. That was douchey. Was that a, was really I mean, douchey. You said I meditated. I immediately because I was talking to this uh, this uh, Poindexter online one time who was arguing. <laughs> with okay, me. he saved it. Yeah. yeah, and and he he used that phrase. He he called his he's called his writing soliloquies, and oh. he called them meditations on certain things. And oh, I just Christ. realized I sounded like that douchebag. So I take back that word. In fact, I may edit that. <laughs> I feel so embarrassed. What? Isn't that more adjacent to meditation? <laughs> oh, fuck you, Sean. <laughs> okay, so uh-huh. I, I thought about science and, and its impact to uh, science and technology and its impact to society, right? But there is one other really important thing, I think, and that's art. And science is, is distinctly not art. Dick, you just rolled your eyes. But what we are creating yeah. in the show, what everything that we do, right, to advance our technology... Awesome. Mm. We're more efficient. We're more productive. We have more things. We are less violent, et cetera, et cetera. But what do we do with our spare time? Well, go see movies. Totally. Go to museums. Totally. Go do, go, go do artistic things and listen to podcasts and watch people uh, uh, kick ass at Contra Hardcore on Twitch. Like, just things like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Art. The ultimate. So what are you, wait, what are you saying, though? Why'd you bring that up? <laughs> because art is distinctly different from science. And I don't want to completely dismiss artistic endeavors because i think that's also an important component of, uh, oh, okay. of society yeah no, and i think they're getting plenty of attention <laughs> oh, yeah? Art- artists yeah oh these motherfuck these fucking musicians getting interviewed around the clock what did those lyrics mean what this the song is like it's like you could have a vocabulary of an immigrant who just stepped over the border and wrote it's got five words in it yeah yeah it, totally i think they'd be it's a uh, Ask like a scientist, if scientists what, got if they had one tenth or one percent of the number of like attention and interviews that all of the, like you know the entertainment industry and just art in general got, that'd be huge. It that's really true. would yeah, change the culture. That's a good point. That's a good point. So, what do you think of the rock star status of scientists like Neil Neil deGrasse Tyson? I can we I pick a better example, please. Well, he's, he's who else is there? Yeah, no. he's the number one right now. He's on fire. Okay, yeah. uh, Mickey Okaku. Who's on? Okay, well, he's, he's a guy he's a who makes theorist. predictions about the future so people will pay attention to him. <laughs> he's a string theorist and a, a theoretical physicist. Mm-hmm. He, he's, he's, I would say, right, or, right behind uh, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson in, in popularity, or Bill Nye, I guess. Mm-hmm. But Bill Nye isn't, isn't doing actual theoretical research anymore, right? He's no. just kind of like a science celebrity. Yeah, spokesperson. Yeah. Um, I, I tend to be like, any of that's positive, even though I get the, like, I don't watch Cosmos and I don't have any interest for it, but it's like, even if you're just watching it and you're just like 
whatever, never going to do one piece of math and you don't give a shit about it. If your little kid is watching it and they're like, oh, science is a thing, like that's also huge because the U.S. is totally declining in how many scientists it produce, produces. And so any, anything like that I think is useful in general. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Robin, I have another question, though. Mm-hmm. Um, do you fucking love science? I was going to ask about that. <laughs> were you, were yeah. You, yeah. I was trying to think of a way to ask her if, if, if she'd seen Cosmos on Netflix, though. Like, maybe we could check it out. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Dick. <laughs> Get a pizza. Oh, boy. Get some chili. What do you think about I fucking <laughs> love science? Um, I heard that on an early episode of this I was listening to, and I'd never seen it. What is I fucking love science? It's pictures? Yeah, it's pictures. pictures. That's exactly it, Robin. It's just pictures. Of like an iceberg? What is the pictures of? Yeah, icebergs. Could um, be an iceberg. Galaxies. Could be a bunch of rocks. Microscopic pictures, you know, those electron microscopes that they take those really detailed pictures of pinheads and and, uh, insects and cells and things like it's just science photography right that masquerades itself as being science and like a children's science fair has more redeeming scientific (laughs) qualities than this facebook group and all of its fans yeah yeah i guess i would say that like it seems like for whoever is a fan of that the option is that's your level of engagement with science or you literally don't acknowledge its existence at all and so I guess it's better if you acknowledge, like, it's annoying. Sure. I'm not trying to hang out with any of those people or talk to them ever. Mm. And like, no, but, you know, and, you know, know, very why, reasonable, why, reasonable response. Yeah. We'll totally trip you reasonable. up on something else. Okay. Here's something unreasonable. How about this? How about science or shotgun, right? Science or fucking die. We will fucking kill you if you don't at least give some attention to science. I don't want to pander. I'm not going to settle for them to take a cursory yeah. interest in science by, uh, uh, via, Science photography, not good enough. Science or shotgun, fucker. And guess what? It's it's shotgun roulette. One out of two shots. Boom, your head's gone. I mean, I, I think a version of that's already happening, that we're kind of killing ourselves with the lack of, like, an aggressive uh, appreciation of science. Like, take stem cells. Like, why why is this not being funded with, yeah. with everything we have? Why George, isn't George everything- Bush. George Bush, that's why. Well, but, yeah, but, I mean, look at the survey that Robin brought in. 20% of people... Though that twenty percent think that it's just science in general isn't great. The the amount of people who are anti stem cell has gotta be over fifty, sixty percent. Like I, I have no idea, but it's got I would bet that it's huge. Yeah. Like if you I bet if you polled people and you said, like, look, here's some scientific research we could be doing, what do you think? Their first thought isn't like, well, yeah. You know, science, I should I should weight the science part of that by, like, 95% of my brain and, like, the weird Christian morality part by, like, 5% or less, or maybe even separate that entirely. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it's George Bush, because you put half of America in the same position, they're all going to make the same oh, fucking no, choice. Bush was terrible. Bush was he terrible. Really he really slashed funding. He vetoed funding. Yeah, right. it's yeah but really he was supported. Bad. He was supported by people. Like, yeah. you can't just say it's the guy's fault. It's I, I, everybody, so many people in the same position would make the same choice. Well, but, I mean, kind of. Uh, he didn't win the popular vote, so was he really supported by people? But it's he, It's half of people supported him. Yeah. You know what, though? No, you, you, can, you can support, you can support um, most of a platform of a candidate mm-hmm. uh, and not support some off-the-wall, off cockamamie, far-right uh, a fringe thing that he believes. And and he was really just pandering and placating to the far right of the group, which were afraid that stem cell research is a slippery slope towards more abortion legislation. They wanted to outlaw abortion, so they, they said, let's defund stem cell research. Which, you know what? Fuck you. Go ahead, guys. 
Uh, go ahead and defund stem cell research, because guess who has no moral qualms about doing any fucking stem cell research? China. Uh, China. Yeah. Thank God for China, because China is going to make the next breakthrough, I think, in genetics, because they're the ones who are fucking around with chimeras and stem cell research and human cloning and all sorts of crazy shit. You're going to see fucking dragons come out of China. You're also allowed to and test monkeys women in China. for men out there. <laughs> Sorry, what did you say, Robin? You're also allowed to do scientific testing on monkeys in China, which uh, oh. PETA has banned here. Big solution, right? No, big solution. Scientifically, if you're thinking with your scientific mind, oh, yeah. monkeys but are a big solution. You put them all in a cage and just do tests on them, I'm sure. Yeah, monkeys are the worst. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> I don't, uh, I don't think you guys are right in that stem cell thing. I, th- I think a more aggressive, like, pro-stem cell marketing campaign needs to happen <laughs> you think that's what well you know what no, I, well I, yeah like look at what happened with anti-vaxxing every single late night host got on tv and said if you are an anti-vaxxer you are fucking stupid yeah right do you yeah. think that helped you know i'll give you that dick i think that uh, that science needs better a, pr a science- lady with a big boobs a lady with big boobs oh my oh, god oh hell yeah you get that mexican news anchor who's been going who's been yes. making the rounds you know who i'm talking yeah. about oh, come on Jeez, do i know what you're oh talking gosh. about could eat that ass for days. <laughs> I could balance a quesadilla. I could make a quesadilla on that ass. Oh my gosh! I was just thinking of the ass. <laughs> I was going to say something else, but I just thinking of ass. Um, that ass is warp factor ten, right? That's very unstable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see her event horizon. <laughs> Leads to a black hole. All right. Um. Okay. So uh, that all you got, Robin? Anything else you want to add? Um, well, I wanted to just, you know, for the 11th or 12th time, bring up Star Trek as a great Venn diagram between art and science, like, and the fact that, like, all these nerds watching Star Trek went out and over the last 50 years fucking invented half of the shit that you see on that TV show. Yeah, you know what bugs me about that, though, is that Star Trek gets the credit, and who's the guy who created Star Trek? What's the guy? Gene, Gene Roddenberry. Roddenberry. Gene Roddenberry. Yeah. People, th- people think he's, like, this revolutionary futurist, but... I mean, the technology was kind of... He, he borrowed a lot of the technology in Star Trek from actual science fiction and science uh, uh, papers at the time. Yeah, like Kip yeah, Thorne yeah, was his yeah. buddy. Were you yeah, it was all that? from L. Ron Hubbard, right? N- no. <laughs> the great scientist <laughs> L. Ron Hubbard. <laughs> well, well, well. Sean finally reveals himself. Closet Scientologist. <laughs> God, I would love it if you were a Scientologist, <laughs> oh like, for real. It would be the best thing for the show ever. <laughs> Have you guys had an auditing course? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll never work again. It's Los Angeles. <laughs> oh, why? Because there's so many of them? No, because they'll hunt me down. Oh, and kill you? Probably. No, no, no. I, uh, I've caused a lot of disruptions with them. They're, they're pussies. They don't do shit. I threw a beer at one of their auditing stations on Hollywood <laughs> Boulevard. That's true. Oh, yeah. I was leaving a Mexican restaurant with my life coach, who I mentioned from time to time on the podcast, and I wanted a beer to go because I had to walk home. And life it's coach like a, didn't do a very good job. Uh, that's what he's there for. I'm like, should I get a beer to go? He's like, as your life coach, I absolutely think you should get a beer to go. So I asked, I was like, can I get a, can I grab a beer for the road? I'm, I'm paying right now. And they're like, well, uh, what? Like, just give me like a beer that I can take out of here and keep drinking on the way home. Just give me like a bag or something. And she's like, all right, but as long as you don't do anything stupid with it. Right. Oh. Okay. So I walked. I walked out. Challenge and, accepted. And right. And I wasn't going to. It was like, oh man, this Takati's delicious. I walked out, and the auditing station was right there. And the guy says, "Do you want to get audited?" And I threw the beer <laughs> at his auditing station. And my life coach goes, "You just like you literally just did the most trouble you could call, like exactly the opposite of what that poor woman told you to do." And I was like, "Well, fuck them. 
I was minding my own business, not getting audited. <laughs> these guys are, you know, doing their thing, fleecing these poor people as they're you, walking around. You did them a favor, Dick. Now they can audit your beer. It's just another auditing can. Yeah. Here you go. Yeah. You got a broken one? Plug sure. one of the wires into this can. Yeah. You got to look into that spell on the they floor. They didn't do shit. No. All right. My All turn? Right, What's your problem? Talking to girls. Mm. <laughs> talking. I don't, and I don't, let me rephrase this, because I just realized, not talking to them, because that is also painful, uh-huh. but like approaching them, initiating a conversation. Oh. For flirting purposes. The, for flirting, sexual, banging purposes. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's my thing. Isn't that, guys, isn't that really the, the biggest problem? There, there is for some for some men. I, I would say a lot of men don't know how, don't know, don't have the skill, and and a lot of women don't have the skill. I've been with some of my lesbian friends when we go out to bars and they try to approach women. Oh, spaghetti and, just starts shooting out of their pockets. It's the worst. It's like every cheese ball cliche line a guy would come up to a girl and say, "So what do you do? What do you what do you uh, what are you doing here? What time is it?" <laughs> Let me just call this initiating a conversation then. Okay. And I think everyone knows what I'm talking about. I don't need to put for flirting purposes on there, right? Initiating a conversation. Because they do. Like, both both sides are bad at it. A woman asked me if I came here often one time. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> are you, did you for real just ask that? Uh-huh. Yeah, I do. Let's, let's go. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I know what I know where this uh, this con- baby. I was having this conversation when I was eight. This and is where I started. It's the worst because when you get good at it, that when you finally learn how to do it, then you get out of practice, right? Huh. And you so, get a girlfriend. You don't need it anymore, right? You don't need it. It's like ah, uh, and then and then that ends as they always do because relationships don't work. And then you got to start. You got to start all over again. And now there's now there's Tinder on there's Tinders and uh, new apps and. Uh, and online dating and holographic dating and what every time you start over, it's a whole new game. Like I don't know what the fuck this game is anymore. I just want to get to I just want to get to home base. We don't have bases anymore. Well, I, I, kill me then. There's bases, buddy. Oh, there are bases still. The bases are still there. Oh wait, wait. You think I forget what you said, but a long time ago in an episode, you said that there was an extra base in there. Now, what was the extra base? Oh, it's it's online dating. It's like Tinder. Online dating. Well, because everybody's stuck online now. Yeah. Every year you're on. Because your problem is real. It's really hard to talk. And it's also the I'd say that as a woman, the people that do talk to you are ninety nine percent the most horrible humans that you would never want. You mean online? To to you. Or no, in no, no, real no, no, life? No, in real life. Like it's so I'll like online it's like ninety nine point nine 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 nine. It's like five sigmas of awful. I'll online. uh I'll stand in a bar and stare around and kinda like scan at the people that seem like they'd be like nice, reasonable guys I'd want to talk to. <laughs> but then there's always just like this super like greased up, uh like gross, you know, ultra bro of some horrible bro variation. Yeah. And they're the ones that are out prowling and talking to people very, very aggressively. From, from Bro-Livia. Bro-Livia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like so, bing, 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 like they're checking off. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the salt, that's assaulting, real salting the earth policy, right? <laughs> so this is like, this is a real, no, this Dick. is a thing that, what? What, 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 what? Oh, what do you mean? You of old people saying that? You, your <laughs> philosophy is basically like, go up to a chick and uh, either she's going to bang you or she's not. Yeah, I don't go up, I don't try to make it happen. Like, I'm just like, hey, what's going on? I'm like, oh, I can see you don't want to, be- I can see you know you you're better than me, so I'm going over there. I'm going to go talk to the girl who's passed out at the bar. I know that's a good sign. Okay. Well, yeah. So, so Robin, do you have do you have any stories of of uh, what does it take? Yeah. Like in, in your example, how do you know they're douchebags when they come up to you already like that? Uh. They shoot like, a lot of lines at you? I'm not even talking about anyone that looks like a human that any of us in this room would ever want to talk to. 
Like really just like, I don't know, what's 10 times worse than wearing a fedora every time you're out in public? What like though that Tom's, level Tom's shoes and no, Silver that's, Lake. They're in the wrong suspenders. direction. It's suspenders. more like yeah. definitely suspenders. You're thinking hipster. Oh, I'm like thinking Jersey like, Shore. I'm thinking more like Jersey Shore people. Yeah, that's who's talking to people at bars mostly. Mm. Um at like the highest volume over my but also I know you guys can't tell from my voice, but I am six feet tall, which is much taller than most. Yeah, Robin towers tall, over people. Yeah, and uh, people it's like those American gladiators. They're like six <laughs> feet tall. Dick. <laughs> and uh, so people like I get catcalled three times a year on average, and really? almost never talk to you in bars. I think for that reason. I, well, also I have you can't see this either, but my boobs are actually uh, their technical size is nearly a. So I think <laughs> that's the nerdiest description of is, boobs. No, I've ever that's heard. literally what the bra nearly is. A? Nearly a, which is so sad. And that's so the real abbreviation is N A, not <laughs> applicable. <laughs> Your bra <laughs> size is N A. Oh my god! At least, at least they don't name condoms small. Come on, <laughs> nearly penis. Yeah, no. So Fucking between assholes. those two things, I think that's really uh, put my cat calling bar talking to you at about zero. Yeah. Huh. That's a shame. So how did you meet your? Are you? You're seeing someone now yeah no okay oh okay right. well then go over there oh, okay here we go well done chili sheets <laughs> sounds gross yeah well i got i brought in some uh some some lines mm-hmm. and some things you can do i want to i want to run them by you okay because usually i just run them by him right and then what did we then what did we learn nothing we got a real he woman learns whether or not i want to hang out with him i guess <laughs> yeah He's always going to say yes. Yeah, he's got my number already. He's going to put his Oculus Rift on. All of a sudden, I'm a beautiful woman <laughs> hitting on him. Oh, my gosh. Him. I wish. So Tom Likas, you know that guy? Remember that guy? Yeah, I remember Tom. He said he used to say to start a conversation with a, a girl at a bar, you should sit at a bar and drink a drink and put a stack of money. <laughs> not, I don't think I'm – I think I remember hearing this, but a stack of, of money. He didn't specify like – Ones with a 20 on top or 100 or whatever. Do you think that's a good way to... Wait, where do you... We put it... You slide it next to them? No, on your own table. Just out. Yeah. In the world. Stack yeah. of money. Like that episode of Third Rock from the Sun where Dick is like, this is your tip. And then we'll remove from it and add to it. You know, who's not watching Third Rock from the Sun on Netflix right now? No one? Oh, no, no one? No, not at all. <laughs> this I is don't, not a I Dirty think... Rock. This is not a Orange is the New Black kind of crowd. Those are the two, those are the two things. I, anyway. I, you, the, I watched some Orange is the New Black. The first couple uh, couple episodes were okay, and then it just kind of got uh, full of itself. I want to but... reinforce that I just not bring up that show. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair point. So do you think that would work, the money on the table? For me, no. For you, no. Okay. That's but a no. reflect on you? what you know about me over the course of this episode versus most women out there. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. That's, that's okay. I'm just running these by you. Go, okay, next. What about negs? Those, I don't think negs. I, I really. Oh, I sent a irate message. I get messaged by, I'm on only, only dating. I get messaged by like, you know, crazy people who I always ignore. Uh-huh. But when someone negs me, I'll do super psycho uh, message back to you. Oh, like for example, uh, so. So, so let's say let's say oh you 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 have my mother's eyes that's kind of a neg right? no no that's this is that's a, a neg I wrote down some negs. okay let's hear it. okay yeah, yeah. Um, did it hurt when you fell from heaven because your face is pretty fucked up <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty good I so guess. I gotta laugh that's, that's a, a good joke. neg that's not a neg yeah the negs are like you'd be so pretty if you only smiled yeah okay there you go that's that's a real creepy what that was your, like what you've was heard your line hold on let me write that down you'd be so, so pretty, pretty if you only if you only smiled okay wow call them out for not smiling yeah that's a good line. You don't right. sweat much for a fat girl? <laughs> wow, Sean? No, I was just trying to play. <laughs> okay, you know what, though? Um, 
the 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 neg that Robin just said though is for real. I, I could yeah. see a, a douchebag guy saying that in the in a oh, bar, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You've actually heard that before. Um, I think that's like the general neg example. Okay. Okay. Example. How about how about this one? Is that a tuna fish factory in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> that a, that's a pretty good neg. <laughs> tuna fish. Fa- she gets it. Like Another that's laugh. The, that's the a good factory neg. Factory is the best part. <laughs> the factory. Let's is turn the best it out. <laughs> so that's a good one. Um, how about this one? Will you marry me? Because it's now legal for guys to marry other guys dressed in drag. <laughs> good. These that's are a good d- neg. <laughs> <laughs> these are all great negs, Dick. So negs, what you? They don't work. No. Those are hilarious jokes. Yeah. The negs are so horrible. That, you know, it's it almost, these almost sound like that line from Napoleon Dynamite where he goes up to the girl and he says, "Do you drink one percent? Because you don't have to because you're not fat." Or what was the what, was that the line? Yeah. Oh, because you're not fat. You're not fat. No, that's yeah. a compliment. Yeah, that's okay. not a neg. Oh. Neg's gotta you gotta hit him as hard as you can <laughs> with all guns blazing. Uh-huh. Oh, wait, you've got a chemistry background, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, oh, wait boy. a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Clear clear your mind. I got a good one for you. Uh, what's your favorite molecular compound? Mm. Mine's uranium iodide because it puts you and I together. Okay. That's gonna be really three, unstable. Three times. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty good one. Yeah, well, that's, that's a good. good line. At least it wasn't a coming tonight one. A what? Coming tonight. What's that? It's it just says it it spells coming tonight. There's an element called yeah. coming tonight. Yeah, it's not. An, I don't know if it's an element or a. a I think it's a mineral, right? Yeah, um, I don't recognize tonight. it as an element. Yeah, actually, one of the first girls I ever I ever uh, talked to online that was her that was her handle, and I thought it was just a guy <laughs> fucking around. And I I started talking to her, and she was a, a a chemist. She had like a chemistry background, and she explained to me, and I looked at it, I'm like, oh, it's a it's a real thing. So coming tonight, the yeah. rock coming tonight. Yeah. yeah, no, I um I brought it in because that's all anybody ever asks. But what do you do? What do I do? What do I do? And yeah. that's where. That's why it's tricky, because there's a lot of shitty advice yeah, being given. Sure. Like it's some like like there's some kind of secret magic to right. initiating conversations. Yeah, no, mostly it's based on how good looking you are. And yes, then- that's a big that's a big one. <laughs> it's no, no, that no. Is, what do you mean no? no? No. It makes it easier, right? Okay, so here's the thing. I have some friends so I have very few friends, male friends, who are so attractive that women come approach them. And when they do, it's hilarious because women generally don't approach guys. And when they try to, it's awful and it's hilarious. But uh, he's one of the few exceptions and it makes it easier for him. And by the way, he has to c- maintain the conversation once once he's approached, right? Yeah. But uh, but no, that's not the only way. You you don't have to – it doesn't – I mean that's that's kind of depressing to think that only attractive people are able to, ha- to maintain and hold conversations. I've talked to lots of well, attractive start, people. initiate conversations. There's, there are many ways to initiate conversations. Being attractive is the best one. No, no, yeah, not I've, at all. Yeah. That's I've, absolutely true. true. That's absolutely no true. Way. I've talked to so many dumb, like uh, boring, just vacant people in bars who are super attractive. And they have nothing to say. And there's no, they, they don't have anything to say. There's nothing going on. But they can just stroll right up and say, like, um, hey, I put my underwear on backwards. What's going on? <laughs> like you can say anything good, and be attractive. That's a good pickup, though. That's a good uh, conversation initiation. Is that a good conversation initiation? Robin? Um, hey, Robin, I put my underwear on backwards. <laughs> oh. Congratulations. Where do you sleep? 
You don't have a, di- a dick hole. Already then. asking <laughs> questions. <laughs> about your dick. Already, yeah, right. She's already right. thinking about my dick and asking questions about my dick hole. That's yeah. great. That's that's like date three. But do you three. think that translates into having sex, though? Because yes. I'll talk to anyone that talks to me at a bar because I feel too rude, and then I try to escape at various points. Well, Robin, And you've already fucked yourself if you don't get them, if they're not thinking sexually immediately. No. Like, if they're not flirting right away... You're done. No. Abandon ship. Move on to the next target. <laughs> no. I mean, what person? You know, right? guys. Right? There's some wisdom in that. Because you don't want, the last thing you want to be is the guy who's hammering away at, at this door that is not going to open. You don't want you don't want to be that person. You don't want to ruin Like, let him go. Let somebody else talk to this person that they're, that they're attracted to. I, some people don't want to get sexual in the first one minute. Also, yeah. I met all of my boyfriends for the last 10 years in chemistry class over the course of a long semester where we bonded. So oh. <laughs> You bonded in a chemistry <laughs> class. So take chemistry classes. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's actually, well, if you're a girl, like, I don't know what you guys would take. Yeah, um, chemistry or physics or math. But or, like a lingerie class? Does that exist? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Could we take that? No. Seriously, here's a tip. Here's a uh, here's a Maddox tip for you guys. If you guys want, like, I found so many women uh, in in psychology, psych 101. Yes. Yes. Psych 101. Oh, my God. Those, kept, those girls have got to be fucked up. Oh, they are. Psych 101. Okay. And then art history. Art oh, history. Yeah. And they're just babes. And then, um, and then in... It, the other one is teaching, uh, any kind of teaching. Mm-hmm. I took and I found out all three of those because I accidentally sat in on a class it, it, when I went to the university and I had an hour to kill. I would just open up any old door and sit down in whatever fucking class it was. And I walked in on so many classes like psych, and I looked around. It's just like ninety percent women in the That's class. That's the trick. Yeah, I'd say the number yeah, one way to meet grunt- people is God. a hobby that is ninety percent the gender that you're interested in. Like yeah. what? What do women do then? Well, art history. Now, I mean, yoga's like bad selling each you guys other. don't want to be like showing up doing yoga. Yeah, who does yoga? Uh-huh, all right, all right. Let's <laughs> calm down about who does what around here. <laughs> First of all, it's called Pilates. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get my Burning Man body. Oh, yeah. You understand. Yeah. 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 You are right about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, just go to any activity that's what you want to be interested in. So, like, stand-up comedy like any kind of comedy, Ooh. that would be a lot of there would be a lot of women in that. No, you would say no, not no? stand up. Stand up, stand up. By the way, is like a dead end for for dating and for happiness. For happiness, sure. yeah, yeah. It's the it's where happiness mm. goes to die. It's where uh, broken families come. In. It's like the, <laughs> the 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 seed that is planted by broken broken families flowers into a stand up comic. That's no. what, that's that's what that, that is. sounds pretty depressing. Oh, it is. It is, uh, and that's a de- that's where like dreams go to to, to die. Like gun stores? Gun stores, yeah. <laughs> Probably good. So, where, where else would you say, besides Pilates classes, which there are a ton of hot chicks in Pilates classes, where else? Where, else where do women go? Yeah. I don't know. A book club? Is that where women oh, go? a book club. That's a good one. Yeah, but they can sniff out a weasel like a mile away. If you try to bullshit your way in a book club, they'll fucking sniff you out a mile away. Are you trying to protect some kind of racket over there? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Author, I thought about. Uh, Forget thought book clubs. About- put on a book signing. That's how you really bring them out. <laughs> hey, ladies. Um, no, the- your book. Oops, that was your tits. <laughs> uh, you know, you know what, guys? I used to be really bad at uh, at conversation, starting, initiating conversations, and I was never. I was always a shy person, right? Uh-huh. I read, I read the game. I know Neil Strauss, the guy who wrote the game, right? That's the book about pickup artists and what, blah blah blah, yeah. yada yada. It got kind of a bad rap because he talked about negging in the in the book. He was mm-hmm. just kind of 
documenting it. He wasn't mm-hmm. suggesting. In fact, he never he doesn't espouse negging. He doesn't think that that's a good good strategy to approach women. I have more negs. Oh, I, if you want to hear them, <laughs> I want to hear them after Keep this. Keep going. Okay. So so he basically. It, later on in an interview, I don't re- remember where exactly, but he what people were talking to him about whether or not it's required reading to read the, the game to be able to approach people, not just for men, but for women too. He said, no, you could read the game and try to practice your inner workings and go through all these different strategies and stuff, or you could just take an improv class. Because the same skills that you have in improv are the same skills you need to initiate a conversation. Just being able to walk up to anybody and talk about anything at any time. Improv That's is a is. great way to meet people, I think. There you go, it's bingo. It's about 50-50 on genders, too. 50-50? Mm-hmm. I'd say so, yeah. That's the best you're going to get in any kind of comedy situation. Yeah. Well, what are the rules? Like, what's if you can give one takeaway from an improv class so people don't have to go pay to take it? Well, the one, you know. first of all, you have to be confident and be interesting. Those are the only oh, two things. Oh, come on. That's no, that's no good to any of us. <laughs> Get out of here, confident and interesting. Uh, you know what? The, 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 the rule, so the drink one three thing, beers no, and, no, what, no, and, no. and load up random Wikipedia on your phone. No, <laughs> that's that is, how you do it. That is around. awful. Let me, on, let me on, tell you about Versailles. Honestly, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you the one thing that changed my life more than anything, the one tip, and this has just absolutely changed my life. I've told it to other people, and it has changed their lives, too. Make eye contact and don't break eye contact. Oh, yeah. Don't be the first person to break eye contact with a woman or a man. If you guys connect in a bar and you make eye contact, don't break away. Never break away. Let the tension build and then smile. That's Uh it. That's your conversation opener because if you're in a loud bar and it's really hard to talk and it's really hard to hear, you're still communicating to that other person that you are bold and confident just by looking at them in the eye. Because and you're not that, shying away. And that you want to bang them. That's exactly what it communicates. But because it's, what, it yeah. does. It communicates yeah, sexual good. tension. Right it does. away. you yeah. got to know right away. Yeah. If it's not there right away, pull the cord. Well, that's the other thing. If a girl pulls away too quickly, then she might be shy and insecure and not really the type of person you might want to talk to. Move I'm on. looking for confident women who are interesting and have something to say and they're bold and they they feel they they have high self-esteem mm-hmm. and they're looking for that in a guy too. So yeah. when you make eye contact with a woman in a bar or a guy in a bar and they don't break away, you smile, that's your opener. You go over and say hi. You say, "Look, we just made eye contact. I have to introduce myself to you." That's your opener. There you are. Robin, let me ask you something. Who <laughs> in this room looks the most like Will Wheaton? Mm-hmm. Oh boy. No one. Oh, okay. You I got the bullet there. Well, yeah. <laughs> there was also, no, there was no wrong answer to that question except that one. <laughs> it's the only one I wanted to give. <laughs> uh, here's another neg for you. Okay. Do you like Jeff Goldblum because you look like him? You retarded bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good neg, right? <laughs> I think that's a good neg. Will you say one of these lines to someone tonight? Uh, sure, yeah. I want you to say the tuna fish line to someone that you don't know tonight at a bar. But he only brings in things that have been field tested. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, these are, I know these are quality negs or your money back. Robin, a couple episodes ago, I said about Dick that he has been slapped by more women than anyone else I know in real life. Oh, come on. That's an absolute fact. And it's probably because of this horse shit right here. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, I think um, I think the whole like pickup artist movement, yeah, has kind of poisoned a lot of guys to be these weird robots. That Some are just of them hitting on yeah. people all the time, and that's has that has in effect poisoned the well and driven women away from like media. Like I, I think I think people are afraid to meet in bars now and out. I think they're actually afraid to just talk to each other. 
Uh, I don't know about that. It it has created a new dynamic. Like since before and after, there's this new universe we live in with the with pickup artists and weirdos going around and trying weird tricks and things like that. You can usually sniff them out a mile away. Yeah. Uh, when when you internalize, when you change who you are, and and people people say the best thing to do is be yourself. Fuck that. Don't be yourself. You're boring. Be a better version of yourself. Right. You don't want to be like you know what. If I'm myself, I might be sitting home with barbecue stains on my shirt. That's not fucking cool. I don't care if that is me. I'm not going to put that version of me out there. I'm going to put the best version of myself out there. Don't be that loser who's like, well, I shouldn't have to change. I shouldn't have to do anything. Fuck you. Yes, you should. Yes, you fucking should. You go to church, you put on your best clothes. You go to work, you put on your best clothes. Right? You put on the best version of yourself. Yeah. For the the situation that you're in, if you're trying to meet somebody, put on the best version of yourself, and don't fake it. If you're faking it, if you're if you're being phony and saying that you are into a bunch of hobbies and shit like that, sure, then hiking. you're full of shit. What's that? Like hiking? Yeah, don't don't yeah. say you like to hike. Oh it, that's god, another, that's oh, the you're number one worst one. Yeah, uh-huh. everyone likes and traveling. To hike. Oh, I love traveling, traveling too. I like to travel though. That's for real. Okay. <laughs> what? Whatever. Uh, okay. Also, I'd say that you have to accept that you're going to get rejected a huge chunk of the time. Most of the time. I ask a lot of guys out, and I have about a 50-50 rate of getting rejected. Okay. Well, that's way better than most guys, Robin. Well, yeah, Yeah. but I'm saying I ask people out. Most girls don't do that, right? In general? I don't know. Whatever. I I don't know. I do do sometimes. It's still a proportion. It's not zero, right? Like, you have to just be constantly ready. Like, you're going to get rejected. You have to have a thick skin that gets you past that. Absolutely. And and God bless you for being able to do that because it takes a lot of confidence to be, uh, confidence, rather, to be able to uh, approach and ask. I just like weak men, so. (laughs) Okay. You're in luck. (laughs) You're in good company. Because there's a lot of them. Yeah, Yeah. I think just say hi. Don't worry about it. Uh, Robin, how how do you approach a man? What do you say to him? Um... I say, uh, what? I never talk to people in real life. That'll work. Oh, it's always online, huh? It's online, or yeah, or I'll, I'll pussyfoot around. I'll just say, come hang out, come hang out. Don't you want to hang out with me? Oh, see, so sneak. Okay, so I stopped doing the hangout thing and I started going back to the old fashioned word date yeah. because when yeah. I, I have hung out yeah. with chicks yeah. on, we've gone on four dates I went out on with a and there's uh, nothing worse than that oh it's awful like there's nothing worse than just hanging out with someone you want to bone <laughs> I, 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 is there no, no it's, it's, it's not. not it sucks it's, no, not. No, no, it's, it's when you're hanging out with someone who wants to bone you and you want to escape real bad That's I would terrible. rather have oh, that yeah. Okay. No, nah, I, I, I don't know. They're both bad. Because then you can trick them into leaving your apartment and just lock them outside. <laughs> Not a joke. <laughs> uh, why don't you step out and get my newspaper, baby? Um, I, I went on a date one time with this girl, and she was very flirty with me, like to the point where she was putting her – we were in a bar across from each other, like putting her foot in my crotch. And I'm like, I thought, okay, well, this is this – is, this means business, right? Business time. Right. Well, so we, we went out on a date. It was a movie date, and the movie we went to see was about a couple who were going on a first date, and they literally defined a date as the girl was like, well, what's a date? And the guy said, well, I don't know. I guess it's when you go to dinner and a movie. We were at dinner and a movie, uh-huh. and then afterwards went to a bar, blah, 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 went back to my place, and then, uh, and then you know, I, I wasn't getting the vibe, like the makeout vibe or anything, because we were just hanging out, and that's what we called it. Yeah. Even though it was like dark in my apartment, we we're watching a movie together, and finally she said, "Yeah, I'm not. I'm not really. This isn't a date." I'm like, "It's it's definitely a fucking date. Yeah. I mean, if you're not interested, that's a different story. But don't call this not a date. This is definitely a date." And she said, "Oh well, you know, I just thought we were hanging out." 
That's why that word is poison. I never use it anymore. Wait a minute. It's wait a, a pussy minute. move, and I knew uh-huh. I was pulling it, but it's very hard. Okay, I've texted you want to go on a date to like three people. It's very hard to do. It that. is hard to do, it though. It really is soul crushing. Well, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I think, what did you do during this movie? What did you say that turned her from yeah, playing a uh, hacky sack oh. with your nutsack to <laughs> this isn't a date? What happened? Uh, it wasn't did you me. get off on a rant no. about uh, Mark Pizza or something? No, I just talked about how much I like kicking babies. Uh, no, it, you know what, man? It wasn't me, man. I found out later on that she'd done this to multiple different guys, uh, which is oh. kind of misleading. And I told her, too, on, the, on, on our date, I told her, I said, you can't do this stuff because it is definitely misleading to people. And I knew there was this, and then I found out that there was a string of men that she'd done that to in her wake. With put. Putting her feet on their balls. All and sorts then... of weird stuff like that. Yeah. That's weird. That's weird. Yeah, it was really yeah. weird. It was really unsettling. And so, uh, you know, we were, we're still friends and everything, but I told her, I, was like, I thought that was that was really weird. And then, I, you know what, though? And then she said, I feel bad because I feel like I, miss, I I led you on. And I said, you know what? It's not your fault entirely because I should have not been pussyfooting around either. I should have just said something right up front. You should have came all over her foot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got to assert your dominance. have you guys ever gotten a foot job yeah (laughs) yeah yeah Uh, all right dick any anything any comments no i mean uh, i have to she got me most of the way there and then there was a little bit of foot stuff to finish me off it's not that great of a story yeah it's a weird chick i i i have not i've had a foot down there and i Let's do this the normal way. No, I'm way. At down. Whatever's going on. Yeah. All right, let's see what that foot's doing. <laughs> yeah, well. All right, all right, that's my problem. Yeah, well, good problem. Uh, my problem this week was trans fats or partially hydrogenated oils. Robin, what was your problem? It was people that don't value science. Mm, pretty good. My problem was initiating a conversation for purposes of boning. <laughs> Robin, you want to plug anything? What's the name of your play? Um, well, it's no longer exists. Okay. But it was called Star Trek Between the Sheets. Oh, Star great. Trek Between the Sheets. And your website, Robin, for, for those who are interested. Oh, yeah. Is- it's called The Higgs Weld on H-I-double-G space. H-I-double-G, wait, space? Well, no, not in the internet. No, there's no space. In the name. In, in the name. In yeah. the internet. Higgs, we're already blown this. We'll link to it on the website. It's okay. Higgs, H-I-double-G-S-W-E-L-D-O-N, Weldon. No H in there. It's not British. No. But Higgs Weldon, it's very funny, and our our very own friend of the show, Asterios Kokonos, is a contributor to the website, yeah, he's right? A columnist. Yeah, oh, there's wow. a lot of funny stuff. I, I've actually seen it pop up in multiple times on my news feed, and I didn't know it was your website for the longest time, even though it has your last name in it, uh, like an idiot. Um, anyway, thank you so much for coming on the yeah, show. Yeah, thank you for Thanks being for on the show. Thanks for having me, man. This was very fun. Uh, if anyone anyone's listening, you you need to get cat called more. So that's what we learned. That's Three what, in a decade. That's, that's not. What that's not yeah. enough. No. no, that's not enough. Got to whistle more. See you next Tuesday. I see Maddox going down this path Uh-oh. where, within about a year, he's probably going to become a stoner and just anti, and he's just going to become a complete hippie. Because look at the last. Okay, first he's he sees the new technology and he's just like, man, this is crazy, bro. Like you put on the headset, bro, and you're in the virtual reality, bro. It's going to take over everything, man. Like somebody who fucking saw a computer screen for the first time and was like, the lights are crazy. Like you can put words on here. You don't have to write down shit anymore. You don't understand, bro. You don't understand what this is going to change fucking everything. And now it's like corporations are just, they're evil. They're, you know, they're wrong. Did you know that the the advertising isn't true? Did you know that when Mercedes 
says that they care about the troops? That's just an advertising campaign? This is fucking jackass. This is, this is crazy. And then soon he's going to smoke some weed and be like, well, this is illegal. This is just a plant, man. This is, this is a plant, man. And this is why you guys are so crazy about a plant. And then fucking two years from now, he's going to be like, jet fuel could not melt steel beams. Dick. I mean, look at all. You just got to look at the corporations. They lie. So the government lies. Everything's a lie. And then he'll be fucking 16 by November. And maybe his balls will drop. He'll have sex for the first time. And then he'll forget about all of it and live in the real world like the rest of us. Yeah, the real world. You know what? Come Fuck live in the that real guy. World, Fuck that guy. That was, uh, that was a pretty good, off, like just, um, what was it? Uh, free thought. What's it called? When Rambling. Train of thought? Yeah, no, uh, free free flow thought. Stream, stream of stream consciousness. Of thought, stream of consciousness rant. I was going to shit on that guy, but that was a really good stream of consciousness rant. But still, fuck that guy. Dick, uh, My I got so many dicks versus dicks last episode that my head started to spin. Oh, what, do you want to play them? Well, here, I got this. This fucking chicken shit bit that he does. That's no, not the chicken shit Have you heard bit. one of these, Robin? It's about two dick dicks. Dick. I've seen a picture of two dicks touching each other on the website. <laughs> Oh, on the, do- the dollar it? bill art? Yes. Well, it is related. Okay. Because uh, it's it's uh, this bit is basically Maddox rubbing his own penis on his own penis, like oh. audibly. That sounds like a porn you would like. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, real funny, guys. Dick versus Dick. Ah, all right, Dick. You remember last episode? You said... Uh, Just this- play the fucking clips. <laughs> Everybody knows what you're doing. Just play the goddamn clips. You know, a lot of a lot of drug users have been some of the biggest intellectuals of our time. People yep. are smart in spite of drugs, not because of drugs. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously I don't agree with that. Yeah, but then in episode 47 you said this. Uh-oh. It's, it's a plan that's... It just makes people stupid. It makes you no. stupid. <laughs> and it makes it like makes kids IQs over... T- if, they, if they're heavy users for 10 years, drops their IQ by 10 points. Yeah. Yeah. So what? Which <laughs> okay. it, it's a play it makes you lethargic and mm-hmm. dumb sounding. I'm it's, so uh, calmed down from that sound effect. That's a beautiful sound very effect. Very calming, right? Hmm. Yeah. Great fucking bit. <laughs> it makes you it dulls it? your senses and makes you dopey while you're smoking yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, all bad the, for, all... it's bad for teenagers, but what isn't bad for teenagers? They're still developing. Once mm. you're an adult, fuck off. Computers, it's a race to the grave. Computers, virtual reality, <laughs> Wheaties, vitamins, exercise. These are all things that are not oh, bad. Oh, you fucking teetotaler. <laughs> Is that what that's called? Teetotaler? Teetotaler. The name yeah. of those pricks who don't do any drugs? Yeah. If everybody could get as high off the smell of their own farts as you can, then we wouldn't have to do drugs, but we do. Yeah. We well, have to. Yeah, dr- so drugs are pretty cool. Yeah. They're, I'm I, not one of these people. Me I, don't really, I don't really like weed. Yeah, I don't, I'm, not a big, I'm not a big fan of weed. Don't smoke it. And um, potheads really fucking annoy me. They do. Oh, whoa, whoa. It's just a weed, man. <laughs> I don't smoke a lot of weed. I'll smoke it if I'm offered weed. <laughs> But I don't go looking for it okay. like I do. I don't buy it. Yeah. I'll just take it. All right. If there's a joint being passed around, I'll take it. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? Do you have any vo- You don't uh, have what's... a food that that you do that for? I know you love cinnamon, but is there a food that you'll eat if it's presented to you, but you won't go seek it out? Uh, yeah. Like that, basil? Col- coleslaw. Co- coleslaw. I never Fucking want perfect. coleslaw Fucking in my perfect. mouth. Yeah. And yet some people are big fanatics of coleslaw. Yeah. Right? Idiots. Fatso's. Oh, that's that's go. who I've never met anyone who's who's smart or well read who really likes coleslaw. <laughs> right, Robin? You don't like coleslaw. 
I like vinegar-based coleslaw, but oh. if it has mayonnaise-based, fuck you. Very technical. Oh my gosh, Sean, you're in on this. He's he's nodding. What yeah. is this? Vinegar-based. Is that a thing? That's a thing. Yeah, it's oh, like yeah, German it's really coleslaw. Isn't okay, it? nerds. What do you got, Dick? Your stupid bit reminded me that you have to watch 30 seconds ah, of Titanic. Damn it, <laughs> oh, Robin, do yes. you remember? You know Titanic. Oh obviously. yeah. Ah, okay, great. Last 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 episode mm. of 30 seconds of Titanic. Okay. We left off where uh, Rose mm-hmm. has just called Bill Paxton mm-hmm. and asked him if he'd found the heart. What is it? The heart of the jewel. The heart big of, jewel. Heart of the ocean. Heart of the ocean. Asked him if he'd found it yet. And he was like, good. What? How does this old lady know about the Then they, they have James Cameron, the masterful romantic action adventure filmmaker that he is. Hmm. This is the first mention of the diamond, right? Okay. Sounds That's like where great. we're at right this now. Great. Sounds like you're about to come on his toes. This is the chopper where Rose is in the chopper. This is also flying. a very cute Pomeranian. Maddox. Pomeranian? You want to see that, don't you? No. You know, everyone in this movie's dead right now. No, <laughs> oh, Bill Paxton isn't dead, you asshole. <laughs> you know who is, though? Is the uh, president of Nintendo. <laughs> Send more hate mail, idiots. Good. Very exciting. Good. I'm glad I talked through that whole bit. Good. Garbage movie. I will never watch it. You've never seen it? I've never seen it. Oh. And he refuses to. But you're to. getting through it now. Yeah, no. that's his punishment for losing yeah. every oh. episode. He has okay. to watch a bit of Titanic because he refuses to watch it. Oh, that reminds me, Dick, to bring in some TED Talks for you. No, I don't you, really care, though. It's hate, not as funny. Uh, okay. Because uh, I I'm hate sure. them. I find them annoying. Why do you hate TED Talks? Well, because it, I think they're mostly like ads. Like people do them to advertise their consulting services, and they're like they take forever to get to the fucking point. Like it's seventeen minutes is way too long. It should be like forty-five seconds or twelve seconds. Like let's go, speed through it. Cut out all the laughter. You edited this video. Cut out all the goddamn laughter and the fucking jokes. Just make your point. First of all, it's a PowerPoint. Fuck. No, I'll, I'll do this next time. I don't want to use up a problem of TED Talks. <laughs> All right, coming soon. Yeah, right? 